good day to be indigenous. Get up, stand up. They are going to become more brutal. Couldn't cut any cut again. Because all the hippies are trying to be Indians anyway. They're going to become more repressive because it's a matter of dollars and their illusionary concepts of power. Hey, Victor. We must live in balance with the earth. And also with recent happenings at Wounded Knee. I am awake. Welcome to Native Roots Radio Presents I'm Awake, and I'm your host, Wakanja Hade. Hey, Kadagi, to all my friends and relatives in four directions, you are listening to Native Ritz Radio Presents I'm Awake, and I'm your host, Robert Pilot, and we discuss local and national Native news and events. And as you know, Haley, Native issues are human issues, and human issues are Native issues. You're absolutely right, Dega. This portion of the show is supported by NACDU's Four Sisters Farmers Market, which happens every Thursday on Franklin Avenue in Minneapolis from 11 to 3. Hey, we're here with uh, State Representative, and I got that right, uh, State Representative Heather Keeler. I always want you to be State Senator so you don't have to go no. through every two years of of hell. But, hey, thank you so much for stopping in, and I know you're a busy person here, and uh, really appreciate you uh, dropping in. Thanks for having me. I always love the uh, daily text messages, right? Like, hey, how are you? You want to step on the show? and <laughs> making it work. So sorry, I'm in my car. But um, yeah, I mean, I, we have some updates to provide, um, I guess, from the legislative lens, you know, I, I was serving on MIAC, which is the Minnesota Indian Affairs Council. And um, I think part of the job that we don't really talk about is just the, you know, the taxing part of being in this role as Indigenous people. Um, often, you know, people aren't maybe necessarily mad at my politics, but they're mad at me for who I am as a Indigenous queer person in this world. And so um, I carried a lot of Indigenous legislation in the last three years. As you know, Robert, we've been talking all the way from, you know, we made Indigenous People's Day a state-recognized holiday. We have Indigenous education for all. We did um, a lot of things around MIFPA and protecting ICWA in Minnesota. And um, it was a lot for me. And so I've actually taken the, you know, the time to step away from that area and that table and that space of work to really kind of protect myself, because I think we can't do good for our communities and especially like our underserved and underrepresented communities if we aren't taking care of ourselves. Um, and so it was a really hard decision, emotional decision, but um, I kind of want to share that here because I think it's important for us to realize that in any situation, you know, as I'm a single mom, I have my own business, we're doing a lot and we're givers. And for us to give really well in any space, we have to be able to kind of hone things back in and take care of ourselves to maybe go back to the fight later. And I think that's one thing as I've gone back to like our traditional um, elders, that's one of the pieces of advice they've given me is that, you know, we don't have to be at the forefront of this fight consistently always. Um, so yeah, so I'm excited to kind of just step back and be a mom, enjoy, you know, my kids senior year. Um, but that does mean that, you know, I won't be on all these bills, I won't be the champion for a lot of these indigenous issues um, in the next year, or maybe maybe two or three years, just as I protect myself in this space. Bravo. Really, really good. Uh, I, I, um, know, know how hard you work and how many things that you've helped with and all the places you, I see you at. Um, that is uh, really good news to hear because we want, uh, state representative Heather Keeler to be healthy and, and be with us, uh, working on, uh, uh native issues and being who you are. So I just, uh, you know, I should hit the applause button here on my uh, board here, but really, really good job. I always yeah. forget about that applause button, but yeah, good for you. Seriously, if you if you if you don't have it, you can't give it away, and you need to you need to have it. Right, and I think that's so true. Like, and also, you know, I've been really honest and open about my mental health, and I know that you know, that's kind of been something that's weird to talk about. You know, I know politicians don't necessarily talk about the hard stuff, but, um, you know, we've, we came out of a pandemic. It was hard on our kids. It was hard on us. You know, we're all suffering from this new, you know, mental illness of isolation and what that did to us. Um, and so I'm just trying to be, 
I guess, honest, but more in this space, I, I hope that I'm setting an example for those of you who are listening that maybe in your life, you feel like you just keep saying yes to things because they're so meaningful. Um, but it's okay to say, yeah, that's really interesting right now. I just don't have the time, you know, and maybe try later. And I want our communities to be healthy. Um, and I know that we're spread so thin as the indigenous community. We know it, you know, like being one of the few elected officials in the space. I know you have indigenous doctors and physicians on here on a regular basis. They're spread very thin all over the place. And so um, I guess if you need to hear the message as you're listening to it, that it's okay to say not right now and it's okay to take some things off your plate, um, our communities will be healthier when we do that in a good way. Yes, keep it up. Uh, and I've always said that uh, Heather Keeler is a doer and I think picking uh, what you do is still being a doer. So, you know, again, bravo. I I just am so for uh, mental health and people taking care of themselves. So thank you, you know, for bringing this up and, and talking to our audience about that because I'm sure there's some doers out there listening to this show. Yeah. Well, I mean, I just want all of us to be healthy. I've sat at a lot of tables, you know, as the vice chair of children and family and human services and education that, um, we've put a lot of really good investments into mental health around the state this year and ongoing. And so um, just trying to stop the stigma from being like, we can't talk about it because we know 80% of Americans actually really struggle with some mental health needs that aren't able to be addressed. So check in with each other. School is hard. Um, also want to say big shout out to our college students who have made their way you know, away from home to try higher education. Um, I'm really proud of you. And I think all of us are really excited to see what you do with your life. But that's a hard time too. you know, for so those of us who leave our communities to try something new. Um, you know, that can be hard. So just make sure you're reaching out to those people who are out on those new adventures and trying school in different ways. Um, you know, make sure that you send good energy to them and snacks and food. We know our college students are always tied on budgets and looking for food. Yeah. So uh, just be there for them as well. Yeah, really good point because I know we talk about the young ones because I was a high school teacher that we, but uh, the college students really need our, our support too. And uh, um, yeah, I, I, I'm just uh, like tongue tied here. Uh, State <laughs> representative uh, <laughs> Heather Keeler. It's uh uh, got to see you, uh, Wendy and I got to see you uh, a little while ago, and it's uh, we don't see it enough, but that's mm -hmm. our fault because you're everywhere, <laughs> you know. So uh, I just, uh, I don't know, I feel like a proud uh, uncle here. I really do, and I, I really have seen seen so much great things from you, and now taking care of yourself is huge. Um I'm blabbering here, though, but uh, talk a little bit about your, your business, too, because I see you have your two feathers uh, 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 hoodie that I'm waiting for in the mail. Oh, <laughs> yeah. No, I have your guys. That's for sure. So two feathers um, is a business that I started. We do keynote speaking and educational, motivational speaking, mainly around indigenous needs in areas of healthcare, education and community engagement. Um, it's a three generations thing. It's me and my mom and then my son is joining us um, with kind of where we've been in this work, what we're doing in this work, and what we hope to do in the work around educating our communities. Because often we've learned that in the K-12 system, there's just things that people didn't learn about Indigenous communities. Um, and we love to share that opportunity in a beautiful way. So it's fun. We got a lot of gigs coming up in the next couple weeks, um, but always looking for new opportunities. I love to host panels and events as well. Now, how can we get a hold of you? Um, two feathers llc.com is my website um, so you can see information there and there's booking um, email forms there that you can send perfect well a state senator or state representative no you did it again yeah. stop calling me a senator <laughs> it looks like you're in your minivan and you're going to pick up your your students your children uh, at school so i appreciate you stopping in really really appreciate you stopping in and all the work you do and please take care of yourself like it sounds like you are thank you appreciate you all see you Oh, uh, State Representative Heather Keeler. We'll be right back uh, with a special guest. Uh, you're listening to Native Ritz Radio Presents. I'm awake. Stay with us.
We are your relatives. We are your relations. Brothers. Sisters. Sons. Daughters. And, and some, some of us are your grandchildren. We are your community. Historically, we held places of honor and respect. Because of the impact of colonization, some of us are rejected, thrown out from family, friends, and community, set up as targets for sexual violence, sex trafficked, humiliated, tortured, and murdered. Everybody has the right to be safe. We are your relatives. Remember, homophobia, homophobia is not traditional. Sponsored by the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition. Be a vaccinative. It's time to come together and talk about the urgent need to stay up to date on COVID-19 vaccinations to protect our heritage, our loved ones, and our future. Throughout history, we have always faced challenges, and today we must protect our culture and loved ones. This is our opportunity to ensure that our tribal gatherings once again resound with joy and celebration where the echoes of our ancestors guide our steps. It's a chance to care for our elders, cherishing their wisdom and stories for generations to come. COVID-19 vaccines are safe and effective. Let us unite, resilient as ever, and show the world the strength of the Native American community. Together, we shape a future where our traditions thrive, our children learn from our ancestors, and our people flourish once more. So be a vaccinative and learn more about staying up to date with your COVID vaccinations at health.state.mn. US. That's health.state.mn.us. This message is brought to you in partnership with the Minnesota Department of Health. Affordable, healthy, and culturally appropriate food is accessible right in the heart of the American Indian Cultural Corridor at Four Sisters Farmers Market. They embrace inclusivity and accessibility at Four Sisters, accepting SNAP and EBT benefits, market bucks, guest produce market bucks, cash, and cards. So enjoy the abundance of fresh food regardless of your payment method at Four Sisters Farmers Market. Open Thursdays until October from 11 to 3 at 1414 East Franklin Avenue. More at NACD.org and tell them Native Roots Radio sent you. Native Roots Radio presents I'm Awake, and this is Robert Pilot. This portion of the show is supported by the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition. Hey, I got a special guest here, uh, hardworking actor, uh, you know, all these great things. And then you were at the fair uh, for uh, a million days, and it was a million <laughs> degrees. I want to introduce my my Hinu, uh, Jalisa, Jalisa McKee. Welcome. Hey, thanks for having me, Judge. So uh, talk a little bit about uh, this last week and uh, maybe give a shout out to some of our fans that came by and said (laughs) hi. It was really fun and talk about what you and your sister and brother-in-law did. Yeah, it was a great 12 days at the Minnesota State Fair. We've, as a family, have always been a big Minnesota State Fair fan. Um, And there's just something about being there in a whole different light and having that booth and connecting with people that either want to learn about more about what we're doing, about the native culture, about the artists, our native themselves and want to support. And those that you know are not native that just want to support. It was just great conversations. I don't know if y'all can tell, but I, my voice is pretty shot <laughs> because we were in constant conversations. The booth isn't just about, you know, transactions. You know, we obviously love that we have Native American art and that we're able to support those local businesses, but it's also about the conversations that come with it. So yeah, like I said, my voice is shot and I had the best time with my sister, with you and Wendy and my brother-in-law, Micah. Yes. And, uh, you had fun and it was great. Uh, it was a night, it was a grueling nine in the morning, of course, you had to get there earlier until nine at night, and mm-hmm. uh, it was a million degrees this fair. Yeah, we had some really great, beautiful days, and I will say, even though we're kind of tucked in, you know, beyond um, that blue barn and 
way past the pickles, the, you know, the deep fried pickles, you know, we're over in <laughs> West End Market. We have a great breeze. We have that, you know, that hill right there. And um, it's very fun getting to know the other vendors because a lot of them over in that area are other small local businesses. And uh, yeah, we got a nice breeze. I will say the last two days were very hot. I was like, just like I had that like towel thing yeah. on my head and I'm like, just <laughs> still just loving it. <laughs> yeah, and it's fun too because I, I feel like you're you and your sister are like me, where we get energy from people. Yes, uh, and so the days flew by. I only helped yes. out a couple days, but they all flew by. And frankly, you guys last year said that I couldn't make the whole twelve days. You poo hooed me, and I did. But you know what? I don't think I could have made the whole twelve days with this weather. I'm getting old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're always very missed when you're not there, Aww. and people ask, and it's really exciting. When you are there and even when you aren't there, when people come up and say, hey, we listened to the show, it's just like very humbling and very, very much an honor to be a part of our family Um, and, you know, Haley and and everybody else here. And um, so that's really exciting. People people see the connection. They listen to the show. And so then they would come out to see to see us. And then also just people that want to support Native artists. Right. And we had quite a few Native artists. We had uh, some Ivan. paintings there Mm -hmm. and we've had him over the years and he's been just a great draw yes he is one of my favorite artists that i've ever encountered Um, i love that he has all original paintings the way he does it just the heart in what you see in those native people and like the combination with the cityscapes the herb oh yeah i could go on on and on about Ivan. Yeah, well, maybe explain <laughs> that just a little better for our listeners because um, they can't see, one, how excited you are unless they're watching this on Facebook or YouTube. But you, you talk about the, the cityscape and then we have possible native in a full regalia or war bonnet or, or whatever mm-hmm. that's right in the middle of this uh, mm-hmm. 21st century uh, street. Yeah, you know, I think... You and Jelaine have talked perhaps more in depth with Ivan than I have, but even those encounters that I have had with him, he's just such a wholesome, honorable, just very, um, very humble native man. And I think those combinations with like the urban cityscape and then with um, the native person, um, I think it's just very much for me when I look at it, it's it's remembering what our ancestors did, what, where we come from, and making that very real into modern urban life. Uh, so that's, that's, you know, I would love, I just love to talk to Ivan about it more, but well, <laughs> that's what, my take. The interest, interesting too, let me go one step further with that, mm-hmm. because I think Native artists get pigeonholed though too. It's like, hey, mm. you know, this uh, beautiful painting isn't enough. You got to throw a teepee in there to make it an Indian. And it's like, no, no. Right. (laughs) Right. Yeah. I, what is that? What's the word that we talk about with that? It's like, I don't know, just basically having artwork or even plays like we've talked about since I've been involved in acting um, with a specifically native theater where you don't just stereotype the native experience as right. a native person. It's not just like you said, you throw a feather on it or you <laughs> throw a, you know, a dream catcher on it and you right. call it native. It's no, let's actually get to know the culture and the people for who they are as people. Exactly. As human beings. And I think mm-hmm. that's one of the things over the years have, uh, especially when I was younger have been really, um, I don't want to say diluted, but I, I, I think it's been accentuated that we're mm-hmm. dinosaurs and we're not here anymore. Mm-hmm. We're not amongst you. And uh, mm-hmm. we have a small percentage of uh, Native Americans in this country, but at one time we were 100%. Right. <laughs> exactly. And, you know, that reminds me, too, of just like these conversations that I would have with people that maybe wanted to understand more and wanted to learn and and just reminding them of like it was just – um, your great, my great, great Helen McKee that was in boarding schools. Right. I mean, things 
happen now and things happen so recently. And I think a lot of times it's hard for people to understand how horrible and horrendous things were and things are. Mm -hmm. And so they want to put it, you know, to desensitize it. They want to put it into this was so long ago. Get over it. Yeah. But it's like, no, this is, this is real today. And this was real. Um, even boarding schools, you know, not that many generations ago were right here. Well, so. traumas handed down, not only um, mm-hmm. learned, but uh, the DNA and uh, all, all the, the blood that's that's in you. And uh, it's hard to unlearn it, whether a lot of our relatives have a lot of anxiety. And I know um, I can suffer from anxiety and um, in stressful situations. Mm-hmm. And it's it's really... You know, we're still here. You know, we say that at the end of the show and we haven't left. And the resilience of our ancestors is amazing, but it it, it came with a price. Exactly. Well said. Yeah. I almost said, well said, Choka. You're not <laughs> oh, you're going to call me grandpa. <laughs> oh, no. oh. That Haley, was really weird. Haley, my daughter, my, my daughter was going to call me grandpa. <laughs> I know. Hey, Cuzzy. Thanks for joining us. Good to see yes, you. Yes, good always. to see you, Cuzzy. Yes. Um, yeah, I know. I always make fun of Dega. So Dega means uncle in Ho Chunk. Uh, so that's what I call Robert. Uh, but mm-hmm. yeah, I joke around and sometimes call him call him Choka, Choka Robert. Choka <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or what? Uh, what else do you call me? Call me something like uh, Boomer. <laughs> Boomer Bobby. <laughs> yeah, Boomer Bobby. <laughs> that's it's like, funny. Wow. No, it's not. No. <laughs> but you know, the family, the family. I think. You know, in your field too, and I, I know you don't mm-hmm. don't have to talk about what you do for a nine to five, but mm-hmm. it's about breaking cycles. It's yes. a, a, a cycle breaking, uh, whether it's a recovery or talking about it with therapist or mm-hmm. or talking about it with the elder or getting it out of you. It's breaking the cycle of trauma, which comes in so many different ways. You know, you think people. Maybe when I was younger, I think people were acting a fool to me or were crazy, but yet, no, they were suffering from some sort of trauma. Absolutely. I'm glad you bring that up too. I mean, yeah, in my in my day job and the work that I do, it's very much addressed of what, what are we carrying down to our children? What have we experienced from our parents? Mm-hmm. And that we oftentimes won't even realize uh, so that's carried down and uh, I mean, significantly that will happen, um, in any, uh, ethnic group or, or race that has been oppressed the way natives have been. So, right. And it's out there too, to everyone. Everyone. It's, we yeah. don't, we, we don't corner the market because mm-hmm. I always like to bring up the fact, uh, that Europe and all these other foreign countries. So when they came here to colonize, they mm-hmm. didn't really bring their brightest and best. So that's just remember that's about point. that. <laughs> and then also, also too, uh, they were all drinking on the way here because you couldn't drink salt water. So they all had little sips of brandy. Whether yeah. it took them three months to get here, they no matter what age. So there's that alcoholism that mm-hmm. runs rampant uh, here in the United States and mm-hmm. all over the world. Don't get me wrong, but mm-hmm. I mean. The the colonizers had a head start, you know, the uh, with their <laughs> right. with their drinking and uh, whatever. But yeah, yeah. hey, Jalisa, can, can you hang on another segment here? This Absolutely. is fun. This is so fun, right? Hey, we're <laughs> here with actor, uh, entrepreneur uh, Jalisa McKee. Uh, we'll be right back after this short break. Pinagigi. Oh. Minnesota has the only original wolf population in the continental United States. And 80% of Minnesotans believe the wolf should be protected. Howling for Wolves is asking Minnesotans to respect our true wildlife manager, the wolf. Their survival is critical to our ecosystems, our communities, and even our economy. As highly intelligent animals with strong social bonds, Minnesota wolves deserve to be protected and admired. Learn more at howlingforwolves.org. Let's Let's live live and and let howl. JNS Bean Factory is a native-owned, community-supported, cozy, artsy coffee shop which offers roasted on-site beans, live music, and baked goods. Relax in the beautiful outside patio. City Pages writes, voted top 10 coffee shops. Tucked into a quiet corner of St. Paul's Highland Park neighborhood, this coffee shop roasts beans on-site from the best coffee-growing countries in the world. Located at 1518 Randolph Avenue, St. Paul. The good stuff. 
You work hard for every cent you make. You have bills and you have goals. Choose a bank that's going to support you along the way. That's Fair Financial Banking. No overdraft fees, no minimum balance. No credit score required. Call 651-262-2173 to talk to a Fair Financial enroller to open your account today. Keep more of your money. That's Fair. Fairfinancial.org. Fair is a program of Prepare Plus Prosper, a nonprofit organization and is not a bank. Banking services are provided by Sunrise Banks NA, member FDIC. This is Angela Warner for Warner Stellion. Buying a big ticket item like an appliance doesn't have to be stressful. Don't waste time wandering the paint aisles looking for help or arranging your own delivery, installation, and hallway. Our appliance specialists will simplify the process for you from delivery to professional installation and at unbeatable savings. Plus, during our huge Labor Day sale, you can get an extra up to 10% back. And that's just the start. Find out more at warnerstellion.com. Back to school season is here. And while this is an exciting time for parents, kids, and educators, let's not forget how far we've come in our battle against COVID-19. We're in a better place, but COVID-19 is still here, and we need to continue to help protect our communities. With the flurry of new schedules and classrooms, let's not overlook the fundamentals of staying safe. Wash your hands regularly and watch for any symptoms like fever, chills, a cough, or shortness of breath. Should you or someone you know have COVID-19 symptoms, stay home and get tested. Find more tips on continuing to be safe at health.state.mn.us. Let's have this back-to-school season be a time of renewed commitment to our collective health, and brighter future for our Native communities. Again, find more tips on continuing to be safe at health.state.mn.us. This message is brought to you in partnership with the Minnesota Department of Health. Hi, Matt McNeil for Rudy Luther Toyota. You've heard me talk about the Rudy Luther Toyota We Buy program. Now hear from someone who's actually done it, me. Our kid's car, the 2006 Toyota Sienna, served us well for 17 years, but it was finally time to say goodbye. The We Buy program is really simple. I gave them some basic information. We set up an appointment, and after a quick verification, they gave me an estimate and a check, and they made me a generous offer. It was that fast. See for yourself. Try the Rudy Luther Toyota We Buy program at RudyLutherToyota.com. With a look at your AM 950 weather, I'm Patrick Lilia. Cloudy tonight with a low of 53, then sunshine Thursday with a high of 70. Cooler temperatures are on their way, so warm up with a delicious meal from an Eat Local Minnesota restaurant or food purveyor. Check out the list of Eat Local Minnesota restaurants and food purveyors at eatlocalminnesota.com. Hi, this is Representative Sharice Davids from Kansas. I'm Ho-Chunk, and you're listening to Native Roots Radio. And we're back to Native Roots Radio Presents. I'm awake, and this is Robert Pilot. This portion of the show is supported by the Native American Community Clinic on Franklin Avenue in Minneapolis, honoring health and tradition. Hey, I have a special guest here. Uh, oh, look at the ring light. It makes makes you... Uh, <laughs> More beautiful than you are. That's awesome. It <laughs> looks great. Hey, I'm here with my Hinu, uh, which means first daughter and number one daughter here in Ho-Chunk. Um, and we're just uh, filling time here. Cool. <laughs> I appreciate you. Happy to do that. You just did the fair. And prior to the fair, um, you were in a play. And it was a heavy-duty play. And I want to mm-hmm. just, uh, before we get into that too much, I want to mention this. Uh, before before we get too far into it, is that to me the play was written by a Native American. Mm-hmm. It starred in Native Americans and the Native American cast, and of course the director and, and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is, uh, with that play, it was kind of what we were talking about with art. It was, um, uh, you know, it wasn't feathers and smoke. It was people right. talking about real issues, and you know what I mean, and Absolutely. like people. Absolutely. We, you know, with that last play that I was in, a part of a new native theater, amazing experience. But to go off of what you just said, there was a performance one night. We had 14 performances. And Mm. after each performance, we would have the actors and uh, sometimes our therapists that we worked with just to make sure we were all taken care of as an audience and as actors. Uh, There was one night where someone who is native stood up and said, thank you. And he almost was like, he was so profoundly saying it. It was like, almost like he was, 
He was just ready to release it. Mm. And he just said, thank you. Thank you so much. This is the first piece of work that I have seen where we are not being stereotyped. Wow. And it was so powerful. And then I found out after the show, it was one of my dear friends from college. She had brought him. So it was her friend. So it was just, it was really cool to to meet him. Um, But that is just an example of uh, how great the play was written, uh, our director, how great Mm -hmm. she directed it and all that. And um, yeah, it was a play that was just, it was about native people, but we were, we were just people. It wasn't, um, any type of stereotypes. Right. Heavy, heavy subject too. Yeah. Uh, hey, uh, before I forget too, I want you to introduce yourself uh, mm-hmm. and tell us your, your name. Yes. Yes. My name is Jalisa. I'm Chashk Shep Wakahawinga, Holy Eagle Woman. Yes, you are. And I, I love your name. It's beautiful. And I wanted to hear you say that. Um, we had our Chilka give us our names in the last few years and it was, uh, it was an uh, un- unbelievable uh, mm-hmm. experience. And kind of stunning for me because remember what he said. What did he say to <laughs> what, what he said? Say your name. <laughs> it was just such a <laughs> cute moment. Julian and I, my sister and I, we we giggle and we have fun with Jaji over here. Uh, he, we we tease sometimes, right? And he teases okay. us. It's all love. Uh, but when um, the ceremony was happening with Choka, he was just like, "Okay, this is your name," and he presented it. And then Jaji said it back but we were teasing him because we felt like he said it back as a question yeah no i think didn't i say it <laughs> uh it? didn't i say it with a question but also didn't i say it, the english version yeah something like that I distant, said, distant thunder <laughs> no say it <laughs> yeah and shoko's like no say it <laughs> so it was it was really sweet though <laughs> well uh, jaleesa's our actor in the family and it's fun too because uh we talk about things that uh we've done in the past and you look <laughs> you look at things with a actor slash writer uh, uh, uh look to it and mm-hmm. you know there's like a story of uh wendy and uh the jackass <laughs> actor i don't want you to tell the story but it's just uh, <laughs> we we laugh about that every three months yeah there there's just certain <laughs> moments where i'm sure a lot of people can relate especially if you've studied any type of theater or writing or but there's some family moments where we all are like wow that could have been you know a comedy sketch like right. we're all just crazy and in, in the best way right in different ways <laughs> exactly but you know that's to work on characters and um things like you went to college for acting and uh, that just that different kind of I uh, observing I observed people really well too I think but mm-hmm. I think you observe them as characters <laughs> yeah I yeah absolutely well my um sort of like thesis my senior project in undergrad was like basically saying everybody's story is is worth being told we all have a story we're all the main character of our own stories right Right. um but it's the lucky ones that get written down they get produced they get put on tv movies uh plays whatever uh so yeah absolutely i i see it through that lens i mean and even comedy comedy is really just an exaggerated truth right that's why we laugh we relate to it so and then, of course, drama, you know, is it pulls out and we can relate to that as well, those hardships. So the, this next play that you may be involved in mm-hmm. um, is a comedy, right? It is. And those are hard to do, to pull off. Timing. And yeah, that's a totally different aspect. Of, Ask me what the, uh, what is it? How does that go again? Ask me, uh, oh, shoot. How does that statement go? Ask me what the, what's the key to comedy? Right. Ask me. What's the key to timing? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) You already said, just wanted to throw that in there. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It'll, it'll be a lot of fun working for the same theater because I I love this theater. It's one Mm -hmm. of the only all native theater around and some really great big things are happening. Uh, I couldn't be more grateful for the theater company, Rihanna, Charlie, everybody over there. So yeah, we had Rihanna on and, uh, she couldn't, and and I didn't even think about this, but as a union actor, mm. she couldn't talk about Dark Winds, and she had written mm. the first episode of mm-hmm. Dark Winds, which just uh, ended uh, an amazing um, drama show on on television that just ended, and mm-hmm. it ended because they, I think, they had six or eight episodes, or very few episodes, but it's pretty intense, and. Um, that's that's got to be a hard thing to see this the actors and the writers and 
I know how goofy AI is right now, and I don't yeah. even know where the heck that came from. But mm-hmm. I have a, a website where I can type in, uh, do a Native American intro to a radio show, and then in less than uh, a second, I have 10 examples. Right. So the writer's got to be really worried about about not only getting paid, but also being taken over by AI. Yeah, that's scary. I don't even... I don't know. That seems so over my my reach at this point. <laughs> yeah, well, mine, mine too. Yeah. Uh, it's happening. It's, the future's now, and right. it's happening. I mean, uh, you know, I'm from the era of horse and buggies. <laughs> thank you. I thank just you. laughed like you. I just went. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry, sorry, thing. everybody. <laughs> yeah, poor thing. That DNA <laughs> thing. But so what? Uh, you know, let's go back to the fair real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, it was interesting. I, you know, we talk about uh, natives, and for the most part, natives do everything from uh, toe to tail. Meaning, if they're trapping or whatever, they they use everything. Whether it's, uh, but we were next to a booth that that it seemed like cowboys and Indians. I don't know if anyone came out there, but it was. Yeah, we it had been tricks. hard to kind of look over there every once in a while. I know it was hard mm-hmm. for me to see our our relatives that way. Yeah, uh, there's so many mixed feelings about that because, you know, as a counselor, I definitely take a lens of acceptance of all different walks and all different opinions. But at the same time, we're very to empower one another to speak out, you know, Mm -hmm. if we don't align with something or if we really don't um, see that being any type of moral compass or uh, integrity involved. So, yeah, yeah, it was was definitely interesting. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I will say that we, Jelaine and I, are very friendly. Like you said, we're, we're extroverted. So we (laughs) find a lot of energy in being there 12 hour, 12 plus hours and speaking (laughs) to people. So we definitely created good relationships with all of the, the neighbors and the plant people and the plant people. We (laughs) hope the plant people are back. Shout out to them. I don't know if we should say their names, but yeah, we can always say their first names. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Um, we had a blast, um, just supporting one another. It would be one of those things where like, good morning, like (laughs) we got our coffee. It's going to be another great day at the fair. I was laughing because I grew up (laughs) at church camp (laughs) and then like did, you know, different things like that. And I'm like, I feel like I'm at camp. (laughs) You're like doing all this stuff all day and so much fun. And then you get hardly any sleep and then you get to do it again. (laughs) Right. You're just missing the swimming part. Yeah, exactly. We wanted, yeah. There was times where we really wished this fair would have a pool or something. Right. Oh, yeah. And that's back up too, because you guys did the, did the, a week before. So this is like. What three weeks of intense um, people um, lifting things, going here and there, and uh, uh, you know, my Chujunk Haley helped you guys. Oh, uh, yes. you Thank know, you, Haley. Couldn't have done it without her, especially out in Shakopee, and that was uh, that was really nice, but also super hot. Yeah, it was so hot on Saturday, and then I actually held back on Sunday, so. Haley was there and then Friday Haley was able to help as well because I didn't take work off because I took a whole week off for the fair. Right. So thank you, Haley. Yeah. Yeah. So but it was hot. I mean, and I don't complain about the weather. I don't like to do that, but it was just like it was hot. Right. Yeah. And I used <laughs> it's to a lo- statement. <laughs> right. I used to love uh the heat, but you know, I was on a boat or something. Not yeah. in the middle of a concrete jungle like the fair. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Haley, uh, did you have fun uh, helping out there at Shakopee? I had a blast at Shakopee. That was like the biggest powwow I had ever been to. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I had fun um, just meeting everyone and making connections and hanging out with my family, my honey hay. And yeah, mm-hmm. would do it all over again in a heartbeat. So I can't wait for next year. Yay. Yay. Yeah. And more like events and just doing other things. Now that yeah. we're getting more and more of a handle of, of, you know. Well, you know, it's interesting too about Haley. Now I got to just tell you the story because I think you might've witnessed it. Mm-hmm. So we were out there Thursday, Friday, right. And mm-hmm. I was on the phone, you know, and I did some interviews and we did roll in interviews and Haley was basically, we won't tell her this, but she was the host of the show. Um, 
So the yeah. next day, my phone overheated. She's so, right. Oh, and so yeah. my phone overheated. So she didn't know I was on. And she never said, well, what do you think, Robert? And she just took the whole show. And I said, well, I guess she doesn't need me. And uh, did she a great it. job, Haley. She yeah, thank it. you. Pina Gigi, right? Dude, you got to gotta keep it rolling. Gotta yeah. keep it rolling. <laughs> that was great. Yep. Oh, that was one of the things that was really funny when we first did the show seven years ago. We were on for an hour on Saturdays. On and, Saturdays, yep. At the and end. do you remember the oh, – got to say this. Do you remember the first show? We had no commercials. So what that meant was <laughs> oh. we had to talk for a whole damn hour yes. without any break. Yep. And yeah, there was like, I don't even remember if we had like muting or anything. It was like, yeah. <laughs> like it was like, oh my God, God you're right. Let's talk about that a little bit. And <laughs> the history of Native Ritz Radio here in our last segment. Can you hold on? Absolutely. Right on. Hey, we're with Haley and uh, Jaleesa McKee. I love saying your name. Uh, and we'll be right back after the short break. You're listening to Native Ritz Radio Presents. I'm awake. Outfront Minnesota is a driving force behind LGBTQ plus advocacy in our state, and they're gearing up to honor our state's monumental achievements in protecting our LGBTQ plus neighbors. While other states took steps backwards, Minnesota had the greatest advance in LGBTQ plus rights in 10 years. We showed that Minnesota is committed to affirming our values as a state that trusts individuals to make informed decisions about their bodies and lives, while also taking pride in delivering exceptional health care and supporting communities in need. We passed a conversion therapy ban and a trans refuge bill. And now Upfront Minnesota is ready to lead Minnesota towards even a brighter future. To celebrate, Outfront Minnesota is hosting their annual gala, where we bring in together more than 700 guests at Allianz Field on Thursday, September 14th. The event celebrates a year of legislative wins while honoring diverse communities propelling Minnesota forward into next year. Again, that's Thursday, September 14th at Allianz Field with a dinner at 6 and party at 8. So come celebrate Minnesota's progress on LGBTQ plus rights and order your tickets at Outfront.org. Attention art enthusiasts, experience Laura Youngbird's Indie Wisigindam, My Heart Hurts, a solo exhibition by Laura Youngbird presented by All My Relations Arts this summer. All My Relations Arts aims to foster connections between contemporary American Indian artists, preceding generations, diverse audiences, and the vitality of the American Indian cultural corridor. Laura Youngbird is a talented artist from the Minnesota Chippewa Grand Portage Band that uses the dress as a metaphor to address social issues issues, injustices, and biases. Through mixed media combining drawing, painting, and prints, Laura explores the dress as a powerful symbol in her work, revealing layers of meaning. Her series examines mixed emotions and themes like common threads, loose ends, and vulnerability. And you can see Laura Youngbird's Inde Wisigindam, My Heart Hurts, all summer through September 9th at All My Relations Arts in Minneapolis. Plan your visit and let the moving art speak to your heart. More information at allmyrelationsarts.org. You're listening to Native Roots Radio. This is Spirit from Reservation Dogs. Get up and listen. Welcome back to Native Ritz Radio Presents. I'm awake and this is Robert Pilot. This portion of the show is supported by Howling for Wolves, protecting wolves for future generations. Howl! We got to do that again. Jaleesa didn't howl. Oh my gosh, I missed the cue. (laughs) Forgive me. (laughs) Hey, we're here with Jaleesa McKee, who's an actor, uh, well, an entrepreneur, and also. uh, all-around groovy girl. Well, and thanks. I learned from the best. Oh, there'll be something <laughs> a little extra in your uh, in your uh, stocking this year for saying on, that. Judge. Hey, uh, so um, we were kind of reminiscing about seven years ago, and Jaleesa was uh, working with uh, Native Ritz Radio at the time, too. And the first show we did, it was interesting because the first show we did was on Standing Rock. And yes. we'd all been to Standing Rock. Yes. So we had right. a, we all had things to, Lots say, to say. Yep. But we didn't. It, it was funny. <laughs> I thought, well, Delisa, you should do these live reads, and we didn't have anybody uh, sponsoring us yet. I think um, we were mm-hmm. having definitely some sponsors were coming, so yeah. we, we knew that. But so my great my great idea was like, hey, Delisa, why don't you you know do um, some a live read of like events. Mm-hmm. 
but we didn't think that you're you know you ended up doing it in the same room in the studio as us so we couldn't say anything we didn't we weren't on a break no for the whole hour of the show which is really funny because it was intense were we not <laughs> did we <laughs> it was we had choka there too it was That's the four right. of us we and tricked I, Choka into being on the show. Yeah. Curtis West. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. We're like, just get on here. He's like, it no, was, no. And he's like, oh. Yeah, yeah. And it was funny because he offered to come and do a prayer, which I, I missed before every show. We used to do a prayer when we were on once mm-hmm. a week before the show. And he would uh, do that. Smudge, yep. Yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. we tricked him into it because uh, uh, the two people that were supposed to be on bailed. <laughs> Remember that? <laughs> and it was like a panic right before. I remember you saying something and I I thought I was being like this great like, you know, getting the word out on the social media. I think I was on Facebook Live, like, hey, we're at AM nine fifty and <laughs> and meanwhile you're like, Jalisa, let's go. <laughs> oh. People come. So it was We're just, live. Yeah. Jalisa's so. uh, out there saying, Hey everyone, check us out. Yeah. 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 Oh, I, was, I can't believe how long ago that was now. So yeah. and look at you now, Judge. Yeah, seven years older. So cool. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We have a special guest here. Oh, my Yay. gosh. I got to add her on right now. <gasps> no way. Oh, my goodness. Hi. One of my favorite people ever. Oh, right. hi, Julissa. How are you? Good to see you. Oh, great to see you, Rihanna. I'm good. I'm good. I'm. My voice is a little, little weird from talking so much at the fair for 12 days <laughs> yeah. to people, oh, and I gosh, love it. Yeah. But you know, with the with the Native Roots Trading Post booth, uh, lots of talking. <laughs> well, Jalisa, do some more talking and introduce introduce our guest here. This is the wonderful Rihanna Yazi. I don't even know what I can actually say on the radio about you. There's like so many amazing things. But I first met Rihanna because I wanted to uh, just get back into acting and I found out about New Native Theater and I took a class and then a couple years later I took a class again and then I auditioned for one of her full productions. Which was a great play. Rihanna, thanks for stopping in and uh, we only have a few minutes left but I thought it'd be fun to to have you sneak in with uh, Jaleesa on today. Yeah, yeah, well thanks thanks for the last minute invite and uh, I... (laughs) I, did, I looked at my email real quick and was like, oh, oh, I need to jump on. Cool. So what's going on? That's, uh, that's uh, uh, what's going on with New Native Theater and uh, coming up here. And, jeez, uh, I wish I wasn't so busy because I've always wanted to act because teaching was <laughs> acting, you know, I mean, all those years. We, we need you, Robert. Um, we have a role <laughs> specifically for you. <laughs> Someone it's with true, a big I'm nose. Sure. Someone yeah, with a big yeah. nose. Uh, ho, ho chunk and everything. No. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I believe yeah. it. You have the well, radio we, voice. You have it all. <laughs> yeah. You. Yes. Well, we do have a we do have a play that we're casting right now. It's called Christmas and O Choppy. So you guessed it. We're doing a Christmas play, and it's it's basically Christmas in the Everglades. Um, oh. It's a Mikasuki play. Um, and it's written by a Mikisuki playwright named uh, Montana Cypress, who is hilarious. He writes uh, fantastic comedies. And we've been wanting to, to produce his play like since before the pandemic. And finally, we're able to do it and um, have watched him grow and um, develop the play with him. And, and so we've got eight actors in the twin cities area we're hoping to cast and um and essentially it's a funny story about a young native man who brings home a white fiance to his very surprised <laughs> indian family <laughs> kind of uh look look who's coming to dinner uh take off yeah uh, yes maybe a funny version of it where <laughs> yeah. um, somebody has a pet alligator and that alligator accidentally gets cooked for dinner so <laughs> oh Oh, wow. <laughs> Earmuffs for Wendy. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> so how can uh, people reach out to you, Rihanna, to uh, to try out or audition? Is, audition? Mm-hmm. is yeah. there a website, Facebook? Yeah. Smoke signals? So I think, I think that um, looking on our, our website, um, I mean, not 
actually, the most up-to-date stuff is always going to be on our Instagram and our Facebook. But yeah, check out our Instagram. We do have um, Zoom auditions this Sunday at noon Central Time. And if you can't make that audition, just send us an email and we'll set up a time that works for you. But we're really excited um, and interested in seeing um, who's out there um, because we've got these big, incredible characters, you know, like the dad and uh, he's he his dog was eaten by an alligator and now he thinks the soul of his dog is in this alligator and (laughs) then we've got his wife who can't wait to take the whole family to a theme park because you know they're in florida and um and then you know mom tries to set up the son with his his ex-native girlfriend you know (laughs) it's it's pretty it's a ridiculous wonderful funny play and then the uncle is this Christian evangelist, you know, so you've got a lot of really interesting parts. That's awesome. And so look for New Native Theater on Facebook and Instagram and reach out uh, to uh, audition if you need to. Hey, Rihanna, Mm -hmm. I want to say it's, uh, I know you can't really talk about this, but I just want to congratulate you on a great uh, season. Dark Winds was uh, awesome. And you you wrote the first show and that's all I can say because of union restrictions yeah i mean it's it's tough to be um a writer on a television series for the first time during a strike and it's you know one of like a tiny handful of native shows uh with native writers so it's a little bittersweet i'm i'm not promoting it i'm not promoting you know (laughs) but i am just talking about like what a wonderful experience it was and uh um, yeah, thanks for watching. I'm I'm super proud of the season we had. Um, really, really am. <laughs> right on. That's great. Yeah, that is great. And just seeing over the years how uh, you just keep uh, getting plugging away and better and better. This last play it was just so well done, and uh, that starts with the director and then goes down to the to the actors. And I mean that in a, a really. Um, sincere uh, way is that that was amazing. And Jaleesa and I talked a little bit about that play uh, that she was in, um, but it was amazing. And it was not only amazing directed, but to, to, to pick that out, that play out, it was very bravo. Oh, yeah. And that, that's a big, that's a big thing is I think it's so important to curate plays that um are you know by native authors for native audiences and that give native actors opportunity to grow and mm-hmm. and to just showcase uh to showcase what they have inside of them because i think as mm-hmm. native audiences we're all craving to see ourselves reflected back and um and that's su- that's super important so you're always gonna you're always gonna know that you're gonna have um native uh native stories at new native theater that center native people native audiences native artists well i'm so glad you could make it on for these last few minutes really hold on hold on when we end the show here and uh we can talk for a minute hey thank you jaleesa mckee oh and thank you uh state representative heather keeler for stopping in and of course uh haley for uh producing the show you've been listening to native roots radio presents i'm awake we're still here we are the seventh generation and Frey Leonard Peltier, now.